0: And so I'd rather be part of that 1% of genius rather than 99% of noise.
1: So you're basically proposing an anti-hustle movement. Is that an what am I right?
0: <laughs> you just nailed it. I think I need to recruit you. <laughs> it's an anti-hustle movement.
1: Hello and welcome to the Summer Camp series of the Happy Startup School podcast. I'm your host, Katrina Tan, and what you just heard at the beginning is a little clip from my conversation with Lawrence Shorter. Lawrence is the author of The Lazy Guru's Guide to Life, The Mindful Art of Achieving More by Doing Less. Lawrence is also a leadership consultant, comedian, artist, as well as one of the speakers at this year's summer camp. I think this conversation will resonate with a lot of you creative types out there. Or just anybody who's tired of the hustle, confused about goal setting, or just feeling like a flake because we keep changing our minds. Well, do stick around because this conversation is gold. Before we get into that though, I want to take a little moment to talk about the Happy Startup School. For those of you who don't know yet, it is a community of like-minded entrepreneurs and change makers who believe there's more to work than money. This community is passionate about making a positive impact in the world without sacrificing what's important to them. The Summer Camp is an annual gathering for the community to reconnect and re-inspire each other. Do find out more at happystartupsummer.camp. Now let's get into the conversation. Would you mind talking us into The Lazy Guru, the book and concept that you have been preaching in the last few years yeah tell us a little bit about that
0: i'm a preacher man yeah that's right well in these days of uh secular mindfulness and kind of non-religion really we're in a very non-religious era but we still need people still need those things that we used to get from religion meaning you know space to go inside and reflect and be creative and um I had uh, my own particular journey. Um, I've always been obsessed with, I mean, obsessed is a bit of a strong word, but I've I've been driven by a quest to find my own creativity, to find my own creative energy and my own motivation. I stopped working full-time about 15 years ago, and uh, I haven't drawn a salary since 2001. Since then, I've been a freelancer like many people. I've been self-employed. And I've been looking for what, where do I get the energy and the motivation to create a life that's completely sort of self-generated. And so I've done that my way. I've I've written two books. My first book was um, called The Optimist. I went around the world interviewing famous optimists or people like Richard Branson, Desmond Tutu, people who'd achieved great things and seemed to be full of this kind of life energy. I wanted to know how to have that life energy. And my next project, which happened few, quite a few years later, was the result of what I learned from those people. And I kind of integrated it all together with what I'd learned as I went along, being a business coach and a stand-up comedian.
1: And I love
0: a, that. <laughs> a, and a workshop facilitator. You know, so I used to be in business, you know, in my 20s, I was real straight-laced kind of environments, um, McKinsey, private equity, I did an MBA in NCA. and then more and more I found myself wanting to do creative things, and learning from those, I noticed from my experiences of both working as a facilitator, but also as a creative writer and an artist and so on, that there is a kind of uh, mystery to how good things happen right so, good. so there's a sort of theory in the there's a prevailing uh, attitude in the world which is up until very recently that if you want to achieve anything of worth in life you have to push yourself really hard lance armstrong is the kind of like epitome of this right he 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 was this very very driven man who would overcome any odds and push and push and push and in fact any Olympian, any athlete, was, they, they, they've been the kind of icons of that way of looking at, at ourselves, which is that we are capable of incredible things if we really push ourselves. But what I realized was that, because I had been pushing myself for years as well, was that the really exciting things happened, the really creative, the new things, the things that were unexpected and innovative happened when I did the opposite of pushing myself. So, I'm not talking about slobbing out and watching TV or distracting myself playing video games or being on Facebook. I mean, when I stopped and paused and uh, made space, then always, almost always, something good would happen. Something incredible would happen. When I say incredible, I mean an idea or a solution or a poem or uh, an answer to a problem would come out of nowhere. And uh, as I began to research this, I found that famous artists throughout history have practiced the same thing, of just sitting and waiting for something to happen. And so The Lazy Guru is about that. And I should point out that it is a very relaxed book. It's very relaxing. (laughs) Because it's all about how to be in that space of uh, the opposite of, of achieving through pushing. It's kind of Taoist. I mean, I didn't, I'm not a Taoist by training at all. But when I read it, and people say this to me as well, it's, it's quite like the Tao. That is the idea that there's this creative force in the universe. And if you let it, it will drive and organize and structure things in the best possible way.
1: Gosh, so good. I find it so reassuring, especially coming from a world where I do a bit of media work, I would say I'm a creative, and there's just so much material, especially online, on hustle. And So you're basically proposing an anti-hustle movement. Is that an what, Am I right?
0: <laughs> yeah, you just nailed it. I think I need to recruit you. <laughs> it's an anti-hustle movement. And if you look online, that's a great example. Uh, when I launched my, my book, came out last year, and of course I'm just a human being, so I get swept up in everyone else's ideas all the time. And everyone else, especially my publisher and my agent, was saying, "Hey, you really want to hit social media?" Mm. And so I, I really went for it, and and I paid a social media consultancy quite a lot of money to to you know tweet for me in it. And and really, it just doesn't create anything. Um, it it it's something you start to be involved in a universe where everyone is just hustling. Yeah. Everyone is almost everyone. I'm not going to say this is true of of everyone on Twitter or on, you know, Instagram or Facebook. 99% of people, they're all just shouting into the, you know, online space. They're just shouting, hoping to, hoping to generate some kind of interest. And the majority of the content is crap and really good content. The stuff that we revere and we, you know we and we love and we envy what is that you know incredible movies incredible tv series michelangelo tchaikovsky whatever it is an amazing per something modern something old it, it's it comes from a spark of genius and and so i'd rather be part of that 1% that of genius rather than 99% of noise but that's something you know you have to wait for you have, to, you have to create the right conditions for that to happen. And, oh. that's, and that, that applies to business as well as art, you know.
1: Yeah. Oh, gosh. This is so good to hear. Medicine man. Thank you. So would you, what would you suggest to people who are just starting out and lacking the confidence and the clarity? What would you advise to somebody at Ground Zero?
0: At Ground Zero is the best place to be. Because you haven't yet filled your your engine with all the wrong kind of fuel, and I I would say um, I'm giving a talk on, at the camp called the art of having no idea. Mm, so when you, good. Yeah, because when you're in ground zero, the immediate temptation is to fill yourself up with ideas, plans, and goals. And my God, have I been a uh, culprit of that? I have. I still store them. I don't I haven't thrown them away. I still have dozens of notebooks full of plans bullet points theories goals i've kept them for years and years and what have they resulted in i have to say virtually nothing nothing because having a plan is the it, it's it's either it's either the icing on the cake you know once you you actually have an idea or it's something that It just is like a psychological safety net, you know, it's a kind of security blanket. Yeah. Because the reality is that you need to remain in in a kind of space of unknowing for long enough that something worthwhile comes to you. That sounds really kind of unhelpful and intangible and mystical. (laughs) Well, my concrete advice would be make some space, so don't go straight into the next. If you if you quit your job, for example, to do something, give yourself the absolute biggest gift you can, which is just take some time. Take some time to think in a different way. And when I say think in a different way, I mean in the nonlinear way uh, where ideas can come. And that's different for everyone. That might be going walking. I mean, the, the biggest revelations happen when you're not at your desk. Um, allow time. Be patient notice and you know allow yourself to look around and feel and if you are in a job and you're desperate to get out of it you're fucked
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's over
0: it's over (laughs) Uh, no you mean you may have to take a risk right you may have to leave your job you may have to do uh, so i have these three or four rules that i'm fond of selling which is you know which are the, the rules of making space like so how do you do this how do you actually make this concrete? Well, first of all, obviously, this is an experience that is – it's not a mental thing. So it really helps to be around other people who, who have done it. So, you know, that's why I give these talks because I have been through this journey. And so when I talk about it in front of people, they can kind of feel it. They can kind of get it, right? They're like, oh, yeah, there's a, there's a way of being. And I've written a book, which is a cartoon book, by the way. Awesome. And so when you buy the book, if you read the book, you you can also feel it. It's like, oh, yeah, that's the feeling of what he's talking about. It's not just a mental thing, right? Yeah. my rules are this, right? So the rules to make space are if you find that you're consistently pushing yourself to do something you're not really enjoying, there's always a good reason why you're not enjoying it. It's never because you're not good enough or because you're lazy or you're, stupid or it's because you shouldn't be doing that at least you shouldn't be doing that in the way that you think you should oh so
1: so good oh my (laughs) god okay
0: if you're not enjoying it you should stop right and I don't just mean like like if you're not enjoying your job you should stop I mean right in this moment if I'm talking I'm talking and something inside me is like man I'm not I've stopped enjoying listening to myself about a minute ago I'm just going (laughs) to (laughs) <laughs> i'm just gonna stop right so that's my first that's almost like my biggest rule just it's just in a in a world where we have convinced ourselves that we need to do stuff that we hate in order to make it do the opposite
1: gosh you know you might this might just be the conversation that somebody out in the world is looking for there's not enough voices out there Telling you to just chill out.
0: Yeah. yeah, and it's still hard work, right? It's hard work because you still have to do your, you still have to do your work. You know, you still have to make your yeah uh, you make your living, and you need to build your your thing. You have to pursue your dream, but there's a way of doing it that um, that builds in a lot more space. We've got to respect that we are like beings, natural beings. We're part of the natural universe, and we need to rest like everything needs to rest and we're not in go go mode the whole time
1: right i yeah. have a question for you yeah. so with all of this force of let's go and take it easy year at least mm-hmm. easy year mm-hmm. what do you think about goal setting is that still a good thing or should we scrap it out entirely and just flow with
0: the flow Look, I, I, I've never succeeded in setting goals. I, I've, I've still tried, you know? Like, it's so nice, isn't it, to set a goal? You're like, yeah, I've got a goal. <laughs> I mean, there's something about the process of setting goals that is itself quite enjoyable. You know, it's not a bad thing because when you set goals, you're visualizing things, you're imagining how you want to be, the kind of state you want to be in. You know, that's not a bad thing. That's, that's all part of a natural process of creation in a way but there's no, there's no time when I've had a goal that's really stuck because mm. as you're moving towards the goal, even if the goal is super clear, mm. things change. You change as well, and you start to realize, oh, okay, this is, you know, this is different from what I expected. My goal is different from what I expected. I mean, in every Hollywood movie, there's a formula,
1: right.
0: which, which is that the character, the main character, the hero or heroine, has a goal that they think they 're going for, and whereas at the same time what 's really happening is that they're going somewhere else, like right? so they may be trying to save the planet from destruction by aliens, but what they really need to achieve is some kind of inner realization right No, it 's cheesy right yeah, but that formula in, in storytelling for a good reason because it's because it 's true of life as well, like I know. I have this goal. I want to create this, like, global media empire called Lazy Guru. And, you know, that's great. Maybe I will. But the important thing is, step by step, to make space to know what to do next. And you cannot plan backwards from your goal. That's all i would say. Nice. But, you know, what do I know? I mean, I'm still, you know, two-thirds of the way through my life. I might change my mind. <laughs>
1: That's so cool. I think you put a whole level of ease and, um, especially on a, on an issue. I think a lot of creatives can relate to about feeling like, am I too flaky because I'm always changing my mind, or, yeah, is there something wrong with me that I can't just stick to one thing and, and you tying it up together and saying that it's actually in the unknown where the most brilliant things come from. And yeah. easing into that, that's such a reassuring message.
0: Yeah, thank you. I mean, it's also true that um, we need structure, you know, and discipline and of some kind and habit. But, but those things, um, the job of those things is almost to support the, um, the creativity. Mm. And, and I think that more and more we need everyone to be creative. You know, in the past it was okay, you, you had the creative classes, you know, like you're a creative person. You have artists, you had singers, you have musicians. And then, you know, you have designers and architects. And those were the creative classes. Mm. And now it's like we're really up against something completely unknown. I mean, we are r- up against it, right? So it's quite apparent that no one knows what is going to happen next or how to create a world that works. And so it's like we're being asked everyone is being asked to be creative not least because just to make your own life work with that degree of uncertainty you need to be able to come up with solutions that are not passed down from your mum and dad you know or you're not going to hear hear them on tv or radio four so so we're absolutely at the kind of Right the coalface of needing to be creative ourselves, every one of us. So that's why it's so important to start learning these disciplines that used to be the preserve of you know what we call geniuses, whether they're scientists or artists. It's time we've all got to be that
1: now. Amazing. Ah oh, I support it. I support you, man. This is amazing. So I have a question for you then, after mm-hmm. you know, to follow up. So do you not ever do anything you don't like anymore?
0: Well, look, I have a little boy. I have, a, I have an 18-month-old child. So Whoa. I have like to do things I don't like all the time. Um, and so that's, a, that's really a good question. Um, the reality is about life. It's often uncomfortable. And, and, you know, you're tired. And you have to do something it's within the kind of knowing that you have to do things that are difficult and uncomfortable that even when i'm doing something that's difficult and i don't want to do i will do it in a way where if i'm not enjoying doing it that way i'll stop doing it that way mm. and and this is where having no idea comes into its like its power it's like day-to-day moments like you're changing your baby's nappy mm-hmm. And it's like, it's a massive struggle because he's going crazy. He doesn't want you to change napkin. Like, okay, mm-hmm. something's not working. I've got no idea how to do this. <laughs> I'm going I'm, to throw out the idea I thought I had about how to do this. And I'm going to just stop for a moment. And I'm just going to sense what is the best way to proceed. And that happens again and again in life. Mm. The same goes for, you know, you have to do it. You have to do a piece of writing for a piece of marketing. It's a real chore like this this shouldn't have to feel this boring and or difficult like life does not need to be that way ever so i'm going to stop and i'm going to wait for some inspiration to come or i'm going to you know i'm going to change my my state i'm going to go and w- go for a walk and see if something starts flowing so it's always about looking for the, the ease you're always looking for the ease um, but the, the life is structured in such a way that we're going to be butting up against difficulty all the time because that's, that's the way it rolls.
1: Nice. You're basically saying that the philosophy of being a lazy guru is just to apply the ease when life is just kicking you every, every now and then.
0: <laughs> it's to apply the ease all the time because because what I've noticed is, and it's really amazing to see this, and everyone has to do this um, for themselves, that is when you start to notice when life is effortless, keep noticing that. Keep noticing when it's effortless. Like, wow, I just, you know, that idea came to me really easily or that, that social event, that dinner that we did, God, that was so easy and nice. Mm-hmm. And you know why? It's because I just let go. And you notice that there's a relationship between letting go um, and things going well. And when I say letting go, I don't mean, like, being all floppy. I mean letting go of your fixed idea,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and letting go of needing to control it. Like, oh, someone else has an idea for, you know, what we should cook. Oh, okay. Mm, yeah. So it's like letting go control and things going well. And you just notice more and more that they're connected. And you see it more and more. And the more you see it, the more it happens. The more you trust and you can kind of let it happen. That's the lazy guru. Wow. Right? Oh.
1: Anybody listening, pick up The Lazy Guru if you dig this whole vibe, and I totally dig it. It's uh, very reassuring for all of us creative types. Thank you so much, Lawrence, for this conversation. I really enjoyed it.
0: You're so welcome. And if this comes out before um, October, I'm doing a. I'm going to promote this little thing. I'm doing a, um, a retreat with another happy startup guy called Tim Bowles down in uh, Somerset camp well and we're going to be doing a a digital detox disconnect to reconnect so come and join us for a weekend
1: very cool thanks Lawrence. hi katrina thanks so much i hope this has inspired you listeners to join us in the next summer camp so you can meet people like Lawrence in person as well as connect with a tribe of people from various fields who care about living a purposeful life and who know how to have fun while at it, because that's important too. Do sign up at happystartupsummer.camp for all of those details. And if you enjoyed this conversation, it would mean the world if you guys leave us a comment or feedback over at iTunes. Just search for the Happy Startup School and you'll find us and it would be just fabulous. Thank you very much. I'm your host, Katrina Tan, signing off. Stay awesome. Stay curious. Stay happy.